0: Welcome to RealCast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. I'm joined this week by uh, Paul Strome and Nicole Dines um, in a week that marked the sixth anniversary of the Brexit vote. Um, Let's start with you, Nicole. What have you been watching?
1: Well, Real Estate Media held a, a briefing in, in London, an in-person briefing, an outlook uh, looking at prospects for the second half of the year. And our experts agreed that 2022 started really on a high with lots of market activity and a sort of post-pandemic rush of optimism. And then, as we all know, you know, the war happened and uh, inflation and uh, energy prices and interest rate rises. So things have, cha- the picture has changed dramatically. Has Stefan Bundrak of Nuveen, the head of um, real estate research in Europe, said the market has changed more in the last six months than it had in the last six years and um, real estate market are, are slow to adjust so he said investors are now working out what is happening so there's very much a feeling of sitting on the sidelines and waiting to see what happens as Wundag said there's less of an incentive to be active for investors because there's an expectation the prices will actually be lower in a few months time because uh, the the prices the real estate price have not adjusted yet to, so there's a bit of a lull in the market that's the sh- on the on the negative side. And Wundwack said, but that, you know, it should be a good time to strengthen business relationships to sort of to be ready to pounce when the music starts playing again, because everyone agreed that um, there's still a lot of capital out there. Uh, there's still a, a lot of willingness for investors to invest in real estate. So it's just a question of waiting when the right moment is. And Assem Alalami of Berlin Hip said that investment activity will come back towards the end of the year. So, so the the last quarter is, is expected to be you know, hopefully as good as the first in this year. And there's agreement also among our experts that two sectors in particular, logistics and residential are almost recession proof. They will continue to do well. They will continue to attract capital and uh, residential in particular, because uh, they said there's such depth to the sector now. It has so many sub-segments that investors can pick and choose. You know, you get from bill to rent to senior housing, to student living so um, a, a big big range a lots of opportunities uh, across Europe so a difficult start to the year difficult first six months but a bit more optimism uh, for the second half of the year.
0: Yeah I thought it was interesting as well Audrey Klein saying that investors were still looking at the sector but very much focused on those defensive asset classes of uh, living and logistics and David Inskip of CBRE Investment Management also highlighting areas like affordable housing. There was also general agreement that uh, ESG is a major trend and it won't be derailed by current political and economic crises um, and potentially is one of the major guarantees for the resilience of an asset going forward um, and so in in some ways even more of a must-have. Um, Paul, what have you been tracking?
2: As you said, there, anecdotally there's no apparent absent, absence of capital for real estate and, and obviously part of that is its characteristic as a hedge against inflation and, and this week the uh, UK arm of Hong Kong listed developer Guangzhou RNF Properties agreed a new £770 million plus financing package, which will enable it to complete uh, development of the One Nine Elms project in London on the on the south bank of the Thames. RNF is also the developer behind the adjacent Thames City in Nine Elms, which is a partnership with CC Land and the first residents of that due to move in uh, next month. Um, One Nine Elms comprises two towers, a 57 storey city tower, where there's 330 odd uh, residential units and those are for sale. And then the 42 storey river tower, which will provide a five-star Park Hyatt hotel and 103 um, Park Hyatt branded luxury apartments. The development is up to shell and core stage, uh, with fit-out work to be to be carried out, and um, there was a pause in uh, construction earlier in the year. It was originally uh, scheduled for completion this year, but lead contractor Multiplex's new target date is, is November uh, next year. The consortium of lenders putting up the finance package includes um, funds managed by Apollo Global Management, Carlisle. Cross tree real estate partners and pre-seed Capital partners. Guangzhou RNF Properties Chairman Lee Li Chee Lim said that under the current financing market backdrop, the deal is a testament to the quality of the development, and he attributed it to the strength of the London residential and hotel market. Too. Uh, also, uh, in the last week, Airmont Capital sold a substantial stake in Amsterdam headquartered company, the Student Hotel, to Singapore's sovereign wealth fund uh, GIC and Dutch pension provider APG. The student hotel is a company founded by entrepreneur Charlie McGregor, who opened the first hotel in 2012. We're not being told how much GIC and APG are putting into the company, only that the deal values it at uh, 2.1 billion uh, euros, uh, and that includes developments underway. GIC and APG, the the latter already had a stake in uh, the student hotel have also both committed to additional investment in order to accelerate international expansion. The student hotel will now expand into key European cities and it wants to expand to 50 hotels. At present, it's got 15 hotels operational with three more scheduled to open this year, Madrid, Barcelona and Toulouse. Seven more will open in 2025. The student hotel has got a hybrid hospitality model which combines student accommodation, hotel rooms, co-working and meeting spaces, which enable it to flex between business leisure and student demand during the the pandemic. Lastly, another reminder that the markets are looking to the in- inelasticity of demand driven by demographics in certain sectors was Munich Headquartered Kingstone Real Estate's launch of an open-ended healthcare fund which is targeting a volume of 400 million euros. It has kicked off the fund with the acquisition of a 70-bed nursing home in Dettenheim in the Baden-Württemberg region of Germany. The deal and the fund is just another example of the emergence of healthcare as one of the uh, alternatives to uh, offices, shops and sheds.
0: Yes, the healthcare side is really interesting at the moment. Um, and uh, looking at the student hotel, it's remarkable the changes over the past 10 years in terms of um, student housing becoming an institutional asset class, helped, of course, by the, the class of 2020. Um, and it'll be really interesting to track the Senior Housing and Healthcare Association and um, just in terms of those growing levels of interest by institutional investors. Um, And I had an interview actually with Michael Walton of Rinder Property Investors this week, um, and they've switched focus almost entirely to to care homes and senior living. Um, And so it's just interesting to see some of that change in the market. Um, I also noticed IMO Finance announcing a a change of strategy, including a 1 billion euro sell off to prioritize high yielding assets following the majority takeover by CPI Property Group. And a number of stories again this week on the ESG side with CBRE buying French ESG firm Green Solus um, to increase its European coverage. Um, And as well, of course, as last week's Crown Estate allocating a a billion to reach global net zero. We also saw companies like ECE planning to cut carbon um, with plans for photovoltaic panels on their centres. So a lot of movement in all of those areas. Thanks very much, Paul. Thank you, Nicole. Um, Thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the Real Asset Markets. (music)